what happens is you be, you become known in the industry as an industry specialist, as a trusted, reliable partner. As you build your business within the vertical, you'll start to get a reputation. You'll start to spend time with the sort of the natural influencers and connectors who are in that vertical. We get to know you. And then all of a sudden, they're going to start talking about you. Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver, and this is The Digital Agency Show, the podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here, and once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we're hanging out with Corey Quinn. He has a 25-year track record of extraordinary success as an entrepreneur, sales leader, CMO of Scorpion, a digital marketing agency serving SMBs, where he's helped grow that business from 20 million to 150 million in recurring revenue in six years. And today, he's helping agencies unlock sales and grow attention by doing less, not more. Corey, welcome to the program, man. Brent, super excited to be here. Yeah. So, so $20 million to $150 million, those are big numbers, uh, especially... It in, is big. Those are big numbers, yes. <laughs> in the agency space, yeah. Like, what was... And, and people love recurring revenue, too. So, what were some things that you did that you helped create some influence and some results around mm. that kind of uh, growth? Sure. Um, again, really excited to be here. Thank you for the invitation to come on. So a little bit of background um, on Scorpion specifically. So I joined the company in 2015 when they were doing about $20 million in revenue. And at that point, the business had about 100 people in it. And that con- it consisted of a nine-person sales team. By the time I left in 2021... As you mentioned, the, the business had grown to $150 million and the sales team had grown from nine people to 100 people and the whole company was over 1,000 people. And so the so there was a tremendous amount of growth. And I'll tell you, Brent, what what uh, where the company, when I stepped into the role as chief marketing officer, by the way, I was the first marketing hire for the agency, but before then they were just kind of you know, growing through word of mouth and through um, inbounds and organic. And I could talk about that. But I remember when I was sitting in the conference room, I was uh, being interviewed for the chief marketing marketing officer role by the chief revenue officer. And he told me something that kind of shocked me and was uh, I was not expecting, which is that the company was, which is primarily focused on attorneys as customers, had a 93% customer retention rate for any agency. but especially for agencies focused on the small to medium-sized local business, that was uh, hard to believe in the moment when I heard that, frankly. Yeah. But obviously, I took the role. that I did well in the interview, well enough that they hired me. And uh, I learned a little bit about what really drove that 
amazing business results, that great client retention, the 93%. And it was really in, I think what you, what you talk a lot about in this podcast, which is really just focusing in on a niche and becoming an expert in a specific area. In the case of Scorpion, as I mentioned, the primary focus of the business was personal injury attorneys. Mm. And this was back in the days when the internet was becoming more and more relevant for the personal injury attorney the in private practice. Previous to that, those those businesses, the, the, the PI attorneys or a lot of attorneys would, would focus on advertising in the yellow pages. Uh, and the world was evolving and people were starting to look for attorneys, not just in the yellow pages, but also on Google. And so these attorneys had to uh, figure out over time during this period, back in the 2010 to 2020 period, how to transform their business so that they can start to get new business from the the web. And that's really where Scorpion stepped in. And I think the thing that really drove the uh, the great client retention rate ultimately was through the fact that we specialize. The dynamic at that time was that these attorneys did not understand the internet. They did not understand PPC and SEO and all these things. In fact, they felt typically very uncomfortable in that domain. They looked, they needed a, an expert and we really filled that role for them as a trusted partner. That's cool. So I love, I love the advice to, to niche down. One, one thing that makes me, I mean, I imagine as a, as a CMO coming in, 93% retention rate means there's probably a solid lifetime and lifetime Correct. value, especially if you're recurring revenue-based. Yes. One thing that I see a lot of agency owners overlook is, you know, lifetime value in terms of like how they think about how, you know, making a, a, an investment in marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, I meet agencies that, you know, they have this insanely high LTV, like sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then, you know, I'm like, what are you spending on Facebook ads? They're like, oh man, like we're just not getting results from that. We're spending $500 a month. And I'm like, here you are a business with clients that are worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? Like, I, um, I don't... I'll, I'll, yeah, uh, you hit the nail on the head, Brent. So because when you compared us to our typical competitor in the space, whose customer retention rate was 50%, meaning they had to literally replace half their business every year in order Mm. to stay flat, right? So they were not making nearly as much revenue from each customer that we were. And so as a result of that competitive advantage, we were able to spend a lot more on the front end to acquire those customers. So we way out-marketed our competition. And we got into some really, really cool, interesting things. Like we would send gourmet cookies out to personal injury attorneys as a first touch. Wasn't a, it wasn't a thank you for a meeting. It was the actual first touch. And uh, we did things like video brochures. We we would send very high value prospects, Mont Blanc pens, even, even iPads out of the blue, just to be, just to get a meeting because we were so confident in our ability to help them as a business and as a personal injury attorney be successful that, uh, that we exactly, we used a lot of that that uh, that margin that we knew that we were going to get eventually back through the fees, uh, we spent that upfront to be able to 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 really grow the company much more quickly. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. 
It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. And I've heard some interesting ideas. I love this gourmet cookies, video brochures, Mont Blanc pens, <laughs> iPads. But when you think about like I look at our like cost per appointment, and you know, if it's like two or three hundred bucks, I mean, I don't know. If you just sent somebody an iPad, like maybe they would like, I can just imagine like getting an iPad and being like, Well, I probably should call this person. They just dropped four hundred bucks to like Give me this thing. You don't, yeah, and you don't. You don't need to spend the 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 you know the, the money that's required to spend iPads in mass. Yeah. Like that is that is for what uh, at the time that was when we had diversified into franchise businesses, and a franchise business for for Scorpion represented hundreds of thousands of dollars in in, in revenue, uh, and so there was there was a different sort of economic factor we were working with there. But even like a tin of cookies. At scale, it costs thirty dollars, right? And what the what the the cookies would do is it would change the dynamic from from you know we have a uh, you know for in the case of a personal injury attorney they are typically they they employ what's called a gatekeeper and that gatekeeper's job is to answer the phone and to check the mail and basically to make sure that people like Scorpion salespeople weren't talking to the personal injury attorney. Like they didn't want to, they wanted to screen out all those things. But when we sent the office a tin of gourmet cookies, well, the cookies would arrive in a FedEx box. They get opened up maybe by the gatekeeper, maybe by the personal injury attorney. And guess where they'd end up? They'd end up in the break room and everyone would be enjoying these cookies saying, who brought these amazing cookies? And of course, the word scorpion was, was being shared all over the office. And of course, by the time the salesperson called, it went from a, a very, you know, a sort of a high resistance mm. uh, dynamic to, hey, you guys, you guys are the ones that sent the cookies? Hold on. Let me put you through to the personal injury attorney. <laughs> <laughs> how, how was that a first attempt idea or was that like, like were cookies the first? Like, so it was like, oh, we're going to send cookies or was cookies like the third idea that you tried some other stuff first? So the the first idea, and I can't take full credit for this. The the CEO who is the founder of the of the agency, who's uh, amazing marketer, very brilliant, uh, driven driven guy, still there, still running the company. But he he actually did something that were called video brochures. I'm not sure if uh, if you Brand have heard of this or your audience, but it's basically, in fact, I've got a couple, but um, I can show you. But they they're literally think of like a brochure. Like a like a brochure, but you open it up and it's not just paper. It's actually a video screen, an LCD video screen that we would pretty much create a commercial for. And because we were specialized, it was not just a commercial about Scorpion. In this case, it was about uh, law firms and about our expertise in law. And and we had a couple case studies. You know, happy current attorney clients who were talking about their relationship with us and the results we created. They would get this video brochure. That was something that they had never seen before. And it was what we call the USI, which stands for, it was unique, it was striking, and it left an impression. That's what the acronym is, USI, unique, striking, impression. And so we would use this as a way to stand out from the noise in the marketplace. Not only are we as humans being, uh, you know, 
being targeted by marketing messages every day. We all know this. But in the ter- in the case of personal injury attorneys, they would get marketed to by marketing agencies. They're a very attractive customer for an agency. So they would get a lot of inbound interest and a lot of a lot of um, marketing pointed at them. Well, we wanted to do something that would make us sort of unique. And so we would send these video brochures as a way, again, to kind of uh, be a pattern interrupt, if you will, in, in their daily life. Mm. So, so the actual, so there's like a thin LCD, like it's a, they actually open it up me, in a video place. Let me show yeah. you. I, I can reach over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So because we were targeting attorneys, this is, uh, a video brochure that it looks like what it looks like. It looks like, like a, a briefcase. So a brief it's like case. a die cut, like die cut briefcase. Yeah. Right. But it's a flat, um, okay, deliverable that I'll show you the back before I open it. It was a big, yeah, sort of, uh, you know, commercial for us and the value and the benefits of working with us. In any event, you would get this and it would, it would open up. It's not charged. And it's almost, it almost it's almost like as thick as like some foam board, and then there's there's Correct. literally like a little window inside of it for our listeners. Yeah. Like think yeah. of think of like a foam board poster that's cut that's die cut. In the middle of it, there is a video screen, an actual yeah. video screen. So that'll play a video, play an ad, like right there, boom. And there's and there's a a magnet in there that that uh, in the material that it knows that when you open it up, it automatically starts playing. Oh my god! And gosh. so. So and that's so not like not cheap. I mean, obviously, it's screens and stuff are cheaper now than they were 15 years ago. But how much would you think that would cost us to to create one of those? I don't know, fifteen hundred we bucks. We would we would send out several thousand at the same time. So um, we got it down to thirty dollars a piece. Thirty bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. That's mm-hmm. incredible. You know, it was interesting. I was so we were hosting a webinar earlier today, and. And I got like a gentleman came on and he was talking about like, you know, that they were, he, you know, stuff that they were doing to reach corporate clients pre-COVID, like stopped working with COVID. And it's like, hey, now that COVID's hit, you know, it's like we're in this post-COVID world. Like people just don't like respond to my stuff. And I was like, man, like, I think you just, I think your cheese moved a little bit. And I think you got to you know, using like the who moved my cheese analogy. I'm like, I think you just <laughs> yeah. got to like try some different stuff to reach these people. Like the people didn't go away. The business didn't go away. They're still like generating millions of dollars or hundreds of millions or billions of dollars, right? Like the economy hasn't shrunk really. Like maybe like a couple points here and there on the edges. But I'm like, I think these people are still there. You just got to try new things. They kept like arguing with me about like, no, it's just like COVID's changed. And then I'm talking to you and you're like, gourmet cookies, video brochures, iPads. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. this is yeah. innovative. This is good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love these. I think, I think it, what it does, and, and because again, the context is we sent this as a first touch because we knew that if we just cold called them or emailed them, we were just being ignored, right? So there was no way for us to really break through unless we got lucky than just sending out these as a, like I said, first touch. And what it does is because it's a unique experience, it, like I said, it interrupts their pattern, but also because they get some benefit out of it, especially when it comes to like cookies, you build a little <laughs> bit of reciprocity. Yeah. Right? And so you leverage that. We leverage that as a way to begin a conversation, to begin to, you know, a sales conversation, which is about all about, as we know, uncovering their current situation, desired situation, and then, yeah, so on and so forth. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw in your your interview form one of my favorite like mantras. Uh, I originally read it in um, Essentialism: uh, mm-hmm. "Do do less but better." Yes, um, favorite and, books too. Yeah, and so 
like I know a lot of agency owners when it comes to you know marketing, they're overwhelmed. They don't have time to market. And, and so I love that mantra. Like, I'm like, less but better. Because like, yeah. I feel like so many people are trying to do everything. Mm-hmm. They're trying to be on, you know, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. They're trying to like, you know, be out there blogging, updating their portfolio. Like, I think a lot of people just don't even know what to do next. They just feel like they need to do all of it, right? Oh, I haven't, you know, they, they whatever is like most in their face. Like, oh, I, I just mm-hmm. checked my, I randomly checked my website and I saw that the last time I blogged was six months ago or whatever the person thinks, right? And then they immediately think, okay, I need to, I need to put that blog out there because I haven't, I haven't gotten a lead in a while. We must, we must, we must need to blog, right? Um, <laughs> how, as somebody who, like you literally have specialized in marketing for agencies as, as a CMO mm-hmm. of an agency, right? Like, how do you practice that kind of less but better when you have limited time and resources as an agency? So the thing that helped Scorpion to grow from 20 million to 150 million was the fact that it took a they, we took a vertical go-to-market approach. And what I mean by that is instead of being sort of a digital marketing agency for local businesses, we instead went very, very deep on attorneys initially. When I arrived, as I mentioned, the, the company was successful um, on paper, 20 million with a lot of, you know, a thousand personal injury attorney clients, very profitable agency, by the way. But the CEO uh, had a sort of very ambitious, wanted to help a lot more people. And so instead of just charging more to the personal injury attorneys, we had to grow into a different market. Instead of going from sort of a, a vertical specialist into a generalist, we actually went into a different vertical market, which was plumber, which is home service businesses. Right, which is a very different buyer, very very different persona than than the attorneys, and we we figured out how to make that work. And what what we learned along the way was that in order to really scale up an agency, or at least one way to scale up the agency based on the success at Scorpion was to focus in on a specific vertical and become really the best in class solution for for that vertical, and. There, there are a couple of things that are unique about, I think, focusing in on a vertical. Number one is that when you begin to really understand, really spend a lot of time with, let's say, attorneys, you become very familiar with their world. And one of the ways that we were able to really drive that customer retention rate was that what we realized was attorneys who were, um, who were doing PPC with us, let's say, for example, if they didn't have what's called a good intake process, meaning they didn't answer the phone when someone called from a Google ad, right? Or someone called from their website from an ad that we drove, then the the ultimate value of that phone call that we drove was zero because they didn't know how to do sort of proper intake. And so all of a sudden, we went from PPC and SEO specialists to business consultants, right? And so we have to, we, we, we took on the the opportunity to help train them on how to do intake and how to uh, manage leads in a way that really helped them. And so we were only really able to do that in an impactful way because we were focused on their business. And so what we did is we learned things that the best attorneys would do and we would teach it to the, the, the up and coming attorneys who didn't have a lot of sophistication. And that additional value allowed us to really build a great relationship because we were providing, frankly, a lot more value for our customer than what they were paying for. That's number one. So the familiarity with their business, we begin to sort of refine our product so that it really matches the unique pain points of an attorney in this case. Um, you also begin to 
use their language and, and, uh, you know, there's every industry has an insider language. You know, the basic example is, you know, dentists have patients and attorneys have clients, but it goes much, much, you know, deeper than that. And so by, by specializing, we're able to communicate at a very deep level to an attorney, just even for example, through the language we would use that we understood their world at a deep level. And so that would helped us in the sales process. It helped us to build uh, rapport and trust really easily. Um, and frankly, it helped us to to retain clients. And then two other points on this. One is that um, because we would service the same same type of client over and over and over and over again, we were able to, and then those are attorneys in this case, we were able to operationalize our business. We were able to create custom software that took a lot of the manual efforts that we were originally driven by human effort to be able to actually do do a lot of the work through software. And what that allowed us to do is to scale up to a lot more clients while maintaining a high level of, uh, of product. And then the, the last thing I would say uh, that that uh, we learned as a result of this vertical approach is that ultimately you're, you're able to build a lot, uh, you're able to build a sort of a flywheel of word of mouth. Because what happens is you, beca- you become known in the industry as an industry specialist, as sort of a, a, a trusted, reliable partner. As you build your business within the vertical, you'll start to get a reputation. You'll start to spend time with the sort of the natural influencers and connectors who are in that vertical. We get to know you. And then all of a sudden, they're going to start talking about you. So it's much easier, much less friction for building word of mouth by doing this sort of verticalized focused approach. Hey, agency owners, are you looking for a strategic and reliable white label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash u-g-u-r-u-s. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. I, and I love hearing the, like, we did attorneys and then we kind of started going into to plumbers to kind of grow the business and create more yeah. impact. I do yeah. see some agency owners think, oh, I'm going to create these verticals. And then they attack like three or four, you know, they create little micro sites and they create, you know, they attack like this vertical and that vertical and that vertical. And what I think I'm hearing from you is that at Scorpion, you went really deep into... Yeah. Turn, like you went really deep, like millions, tens of millions of dollars from that vertical before you went to like the next one. And there was like kind of more, maybe, I don't know, maybe it was a slow, was it like slow and intentional or was it like, hey, let's just go after like five verticals at a time? It was slow and intentional relative to the agency that, you know, a competitive agency that just would do PPC marketing for local businesses, right? And so the way we built the home service business was that we had a sale seller on the sales team who had a background in home services. He actually had a home service business. So he mm. understood the lingo. He understood what it's like to be the customer we were selling to. Mm. And so we would, he, he started selling cold calling and, and we would do these cookies and different campaigns to support him. And he was able to have a much better rapport with these business owners because he was one of the guys, if you will, in this case. 
And that that really helped. And ultimately, what we built at Scorpion was a separate business unit that was a separate sales team. On my team as a marketing team, I had a specialist for home services. And all she would do is focus on the, the conferences and the associations and the content that we had to sort of build to be relevant in that, in that vertical. Um, but even through to the client services, we would have a whole client services team that were only working with home service businesses. And so you ultimately, over time, you build up this great rapport because we understand their business. We're specialists in their business, not just marketing. We're specialists in home services marketing and home services businesses. And that, again, really ultimately drives a lot of really great word of mouth. That's awesome. Corey, this has been a fun convo, man. I, I feel like this is uh, right in my wheelhouse of, of the topics that I love to kind of geek out on. And I've, I've got some good notes for today. I hope our audience does as well. Do you have a couple of minutes to stick around for our lightning round? Let's go. What is the best advice you've ever received? Ah, oh, wow. Okay. So best advice I've ever received is to uh, listen to your to your gut. And I think that that is a little cl- cliche. Some people... Uh, you, it's sort of out there, but I've found over the years that when I listened to what my instincts were saying, that it was always right. And when I went against it, uh, it, it would be something that I would you know, regret. So listen to your gut. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? I would say my, my daily r- workout routine, staying healthy and staying fit helps me to stay focused and be productive on the business front. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you've been using lately that you think our listeners would find valuable? I love copywriting. And so I've been using uh, an app called Hemingway, which is a great tool to really help make sure that whatever you write is crisp and clear and concise. And what book could you recommend and why? Well, we've already talked about it. I think uh, Essentialism is a fantastic book because it is, uh, it's easy in life to get busy and to focus on too many things. And when the real fruit in life, in my experience, comes through sort of this concept of deep work or focus. And so I'm a big fan of, of being a specialist and being a, um, being the best in the world at one thing. And the only way you can get there is through focus and, um, doing less, but better. Awesome. We will link out to essentialism as well as Hemingway. And lots of other tips, takeaways, gold nuggets from today's episode on our show notes. You can find that, listeners, at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Lots of amazing resources for you in our podcast library. Check that out. If you're listening to this week of, you'll see Corey's photo at the top. Click on Corey, and then we'll have all those takeaways in one place for you. Corey, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I have a couple of things. Number one, I have a daily newsletter. So if you like the topics that I've been talking about and you want to hear more from me, feel free to join my newsletter. You can find that at coreyquinn.com slash newsletter. I also have a podcast that I talk about. I talk to successful agency owners who have verticalized their business, who've taken a vertical approach and have been wildly successful. So if you're interested in potentially verticalizing your business, you want to hear from people who've done that and been successful, that's a great uh, resource. It's called the Vertical Go-To-Market Podcast. Very cool. We will link out to both your newsletter as well as your podcast on our show notes page. Check that out, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you want to become a super fan of Mr. Corey Quinn, you'll see all those resources (laughs) in one place. We'll probably also find your socials and all that good stuff. So uh, go check that out. 
Look at uh, what Corey's up to. Love the message. And uh, you've got lots of great street cred behind you on this. So really good uh, stuff here for our folks today. Thank you for stopping by the program today. Thank you for the opportunity, Brett. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.